on five. One, two, three, four. What's up, Sam? Hey, Nathan. What's up? Uh, hanging out. Uh, hanging out today. It's a Friday. Yes. Um, it slightly is. different. Slightly different Friday for me, though. I'm at my father-in-law's house right now, and uh, in about five or six hours, I'm going to be winging my way to California. Oh, that's that's fantastic! I was I, first of all, I can already tell you're at a uh, a, a poorer Wi-Fi hotspot. Right. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, I don't think that'll affect the people listening, but I was just in California. I just had a whirlwind week. It's been, uh, my body has no idea what time zone it is. Weren't you in Calgary or something? I just flew in this morning from Calgary. It was an overnight flight via Toronto. And, uh, but you know, I, uh, I splurged, I I spent the 250 bucks on an upgraded seat business class. And not only was it like business class but it was the business class with the pods the lay down fully flat sleeping pods nice i got on the plane i was just like this is so worth it (laughs) (laughs) i mean essentially you know 250 bucks that's like a hotel room in most cities and i got to actually sleep on the flight i mean unfortunately it was only like a five-hour flight so it's not like i got a non-stop no, it was just to Toronto, and then, oh, gotcha. um, you know, it was like five hours or something. So anyway, yeah, I was in Calgary, but then two days before that, I was in Nashville for um, a workshop, and then two days before that, for two days, I was in Palm Springs, my first time ever in Palm Springs, California. Cool. How was it? And then the whole week before this entire trip, we Ness and I were in London, so my body is really confused about Dude, the Dude, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it was all worth it. I you know, met so many fantastic people. I was there in Palm Springs for this Blink conference, which is one of my favorite conferences ever, if not the favorite. Yeah, I saw I've a post about that. Yeah, really, really great. And um, what, recommend that people check it out. What but, makes it so great? Oh, I, you know, I really people. need to write it down uh, as far as collecting all the various things that made it great into one concise statement. But... <laughs> I think it mostly had to do with the fact that I was the only, um, I think maybe one of two like white dudes <laughs> in the whole <laughs> conference of like 150 people, 120 people or something. It was from from every different culture and walk of life. And um, wow, that's great. That yeah, it was the most diverse thing I've been around and that I can remember. In all honesty, <laughs> uh, not just conference related, but anything. And. Uh, Especially being that most of the conferences I've been to um, tend to um, be sort of one group <laughs> of sure. people and class of people, what have you, uh, speaking. It was really cool to hear um, a lot of speakers and a lot of speakers that weren't actually photographers. They were um, like marketing people and, uh, and, and people that worked in all sorts of industries that had uh, really interesting insights into stuff that was important for for what we do as well so um and it was like as soon as i walked into the room you know like sometimes you meet someone and you know instantly like i like this person the chemistry is good yeah that's how it was like walking into the whole conference room i just like looked in and i was like this is gonna be awesome i love this already um and it's one of those things that's kind of hard to explain but one of my favorite parts about it uh was that there's an entire wall of like manila envelopes just 
stapled up to the wall or pinned up or whatever. And throughout the duration of the conference, people can anonymous, anonymously or, or signed leave a, leave a note in your, in your thing. And they had uh, speakers envelopes and they had uh, attendees. So everybody um, could do this little postal system. Uh, oh, and it, cool. it was awesome. It felt like, you know, something you do in elementary school back in the day where it's like, uh, you know, you get your little, your little notes from people and, and it was specifically for like words of encouragement or, uh, yeah. Nice. inspiration and all this and so that was like the best part was dumping that thing at and the end and, so they um, oh you, did you like look at it at the end or do they mail it to you or something or yeah no, no you just take it when you leave and, oh, gotcha. and then dive right in i unfortunately uh, because i had a weird wedding reschedule situation uh before the conference i had a wedding on thursday so then i flew out friday and the conference started on thursday so i only got like to to, to the tail uh, end of bummer. it um but i still had such a great time I can't imagine if I'd actually been there the entire time. So, yeah, it's called Blink Conference, and it's just a very different group of people. I gotta say, it's really, really great. Caitlin James actually spoke there one year. Oh, uh, cool! You know her. Yeah, she's a Richmond wedding photographer. But um, yeah. yeah, and uh, actually, a few people from the DC area were speaking, and nice. uh, that I'd never met or hung out with. So. Um, it's crazy how these kind of subsets, these whole other worlds, exist in in certain industries you know everybody kind of collects to one thing maybe it's like the first thing they find and then every you know other people do the same and it's just such a big planet of people <laughs> uh it's crazy that entire like conferences and industries can be happening because this is their like fourth or fifth year so it's not like it's a new conference yeah and there's so many so many different unique styles um you know out there um, that people can learn a lot a lot from honestly i feel like people are better served going to a conference where the speakers aren't their style aren't their oh their, definitely because yeah that's where you're going to learn when you you know if, for example you you love shooting waterfalls and you love shooting mountains and mountaintop elopements and all this right if that's your thing um, going and listening to 10 other photographers talk about shooting in front of waterfalls is, uh, yeah, what's that going to do for you? It's not going to give you a unique angle on that approach, right? You need to go listen to somebody that, that shoots, um, you know, something completely different and then take little things. There's guaranteed to be things that you can apply to what you're doing. Um, and then suddenly you, you have a fresh perspective about it all. I just think Absolutely. that's really easy to, um, underestimate but anyway that's what i've been up to i'm i'm pretty pretty pooped <laughs> to oh, say yeah. the least you probably hear it in my voice a bit but. yeah yeah your voice sounds bad today um <laughs> so just kidding. um yeah i'm i'm excited to uh i'm excited to get my internal clock all jumbled um what part of california we're gonna go to san francisco for um two day or let's see one night then uh, Yosemite for two nights. We're going to camp out somewhere. Um, oh, nice. Should be pretty cool. Hopefully not get eaten by a bear. Um, oh, you're just going straight out into the bush. Yeah, I think so. We're going <laughs> to, I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. Um, I think they say pepper spray. They make some sort of bear pepper spray. Yeah, I'll get some, we'll get some bear mace or something. Um, and then, uh, then we're going to come back to San Francisco for one night. And then we're going to take an awesome uh, 12-hour 12-hour drive, uh, sorry, 10-hour, 12-hour uh, um, train ride down to mm. L.A. And oh, we're gonna, along the coast of California? Yeah, the coastal train. It's supposed to be awesome. 
Is that Amtrak still, or is it some other? Not sure. I think so, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. But cool. it's it's going to be really cool. I mean, it's just tw- a twelve hour train ride down the you know one of the most beautiful coasts in the world. Um, well, that's fantastic. And this is no, you're not doing any shooting while you're there. It's just vacation. No, although visiting. I'll be I'll be Instagramming a ton um, while I'm oh, yeah. while I'm there. But you're pretty active on Insta stories. Right? Yeah, I've been trying. Just you know, you trying to get it? out there. I love it. You know that they just cool. rolled out this week that you can tag people in the in the text yeah. on Insta stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I love it. Um, you know, I've I I do everything from posting live during shoots to. Um, you know, to cleaning out my, to trying to fix my attic. So if you guys were with me when I was cleaning my attic, thanks. I needed, I needed the support. Um, so yeah, then, so we're going to do Thanksgiving in LA and then, uh, with, with Abby's family and then, um, then come on back. And then I, I'm going to be working so, probably the entire time I'm there, honestly. <laughs> I know. so annoying. That's, I, that's what I've always said. I haven't had a real vacation where I didn't have to do anything while I was still trying to relax yeah. in I'm way too long. Way, I'm way behind on uh, a couple of shoots. I did like four, four shoots this week, and I have only finished two of them. So on top of literally, I think like two or three weddings, I've got... Uh, a couple other events and stuff that I got to crank sure. out. So, okay, without looking at my video screen, right? Don't look at me. It's too late. Can't... I mean, I've been looking at you this entire time. So I know that you're holding your new MacBook, and I know oh. that you've been smelling it for the past I was going to guess if you, if you could guess what I'm smelling. <laughs> Does it have oh, that man. nice, the fresh out of Foxconn Pros? Golly. smell? Yeah, they smell good over in China, apparently. <laughs> Dude. So I'm I'm not keeping this thing. Explain. You got the 13 well, inch or 15? No, I got the 15 inch. Can you see it? That's right. Oh yeah. Look you how got big the... the trackpad is. Oh, it's so nice. And the so um, my thing is, I would keep this, but I already have a a, a, a 5K iMac, right? Right. Um, I thought you're getting I'm rid of that at home. Yeah, but I I like the big screen when I'm at home, um, and it's still. I just the very first thing I did when I ripped this MacBook out of the box, I got the fully spec one. Um, was do a Geekbench 64-bit, you know, processor test on it, yeah, and just get an output of score. And it clocked in at like fifteen thousand some in some change, and my iMac still clocks in at seventeen thousand. So overall, I still have more horsepower with the iMac, and with the 15-inch uh, MacBook, I would have to buy a new external monitor display if I want a larger display or I just have to use this by itself and I don't want to deal with you know I'm really happy with my current setup of the iMac when I'm at home and then the MacBook yeah, 12 when inch you're right out. now for, for portability if I had this I would want it all in one and it's weaker horsepower so for me I'm not going to keep it plus they're really really expensive but I gotta say the touch bar I think they're onto something Really, I think it's I think it's it's amazing. Cool. It's like someone just sliced up an iPhone and put it there. It's got animations. I mean, it's 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 an OLED screen, so the blacks are truly black. They oh, it is like an OLED screen. Light. I did, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. I read an it, article today or yesterday about uh, how OLED screens are going to change everybody's life because they're so much prettier. 
Yeah. I mean, but it's just so great. So like one, one thing that you kind of don't think about as being very useful, but like, okay, I opened up Safari and instead of having to go and click on the search bar to type in a website name, it just has it on the touch bar that you can touch to search. Oh, cool. A website name. So you touch there and start typing. So they're, they're totally working to blend this experience of touch and type without actually having to reach up and uncomfortably touch the screen over and over and over. Right. Um, and then like you can shuffle through tabs um, using the touch bar without having to mouse over to it. And I'm just quickly realizing just how useful <laughs> this is. And like even the tab previews in the touch bar itself have little previews of the live website that you're looking at. It's not just like the name of the website or anything. Um, so, you know, in typical Apple fashion, it's executed really well. Um, but you know, and for, as far as the comfort, it's not too far up. Like, I don't feel like I'm reaching for it. I feel like it's comfortably placed. Um, I'm praying to God that they release like an up, upgraded, uh, Bluetooth keyboard for desktop use that has a built-in touch bar. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but for, I, I don't know though, they might cut into their sales. I've, I've been, I've been hearing some, um, yeah, and you you say, what do you mean? Well, I've been reading. <laughs> I didn't say that, but what do you mean? <laughs> you 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 were thinking it though, I can tell. Um, and uh, I've been reading, you know, some reviews basically saying like this is not enough of an improvement uh, over over other things, and it comes with a, a series of drawbacks, which are the USB C connectors. Um, I, I think that this, that's an advantage. I've never had a problem with USB-C. I mean, it's annoying to live the dongle life, but I've been living it I guess, for the past two years right, with I guess this MacBook. My, my main concern is there's only four ports. Uh, one of those is taken up by your power. So my Making question daisy chain is, off that. sure, but why not just add more ports? Like, give me, like let's do six USB-C ports. Why not? Um or, but f- four, or even five but, even, but like... But they're Thunderbolt 3, so you can actually, you can daisy chain off. So like you can plug in the power and use a breakout cable and get power plus HDMI out plus a, a regular USB port right off of one of these USB-C ports. So now you still have, you have all those, you have HDMI out, you have power charging, and you have an old school right. USB port plus that's, three other active USB-C ports you can use. Right, that's great. But why not just throw those into the computer and just like let it roll like that? I'm honestly surprised they even put four on. I'm surprised they didn't just go with one on each side. Hmm. Well, that's what they did with the um, with the 2013, or sorry, the 13 uh, inch MacBook. They only did two on, uh, and that's uh, it. Yeah. So you well, I mean, the one I've got, the MacBook, it only has one. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I've survived fine, honestly. I, I can't think of a time where I've been that up sad about it it's, sure. it's not a huge but anyway uh, i gotta say that the more i hold this in my hand the more i'm thinking about keeping it well <laughs> we should probably change the topic you are just so ridiculous okay so dude touch id i don't have to freaking type in my password ever again i just i mean that is amazing i just don't even password protect it and it works out just fine oh that's silliness um so no one no one uh, listen to nathan i'm that's silly okay how about this for a curveball i'm thinking of switching to pc completely I mean, I'm thinking you do about you. It. I'm I just bought a new it. PC. I bought a new PC a couple months ago to run my Oculus Rift VR, mm-hmm. and it was a laughable, 
laughable setup. I cannot believe that Windows is still oh. where it's at. Windows 10 yeah. is a joke. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, definitely definitely feeling that. However, um, my computer is going to be just destroy all other computers with its power. You, you're going to do a Hackintosh? Is that your... I'm thinking about it. I've been talking to a lot of people, and I'm getting, I'm getting equal people saying, um, go for it, you can do it, and people saying that is... I've never gotten it to work. It's horrible. It's blah, blah, blah. So okay. I'm going to keep looking into it. I'm not sure. I guess my main, my main concern right now is that my, my RAID uh, hard drive backup setup is, uh, is a Pegasus system. That's uh, as far as I, I don't, I don't know if it's Mac exclusive, but. Oh, I'm sure it, w- it would work. Yeah. I think I would just need to get, get Thunderbolt. a Thunderbolt yeah. to USB C or USB 3.1 or whatever. Um, sure. So, cause well, my, my, it's exciting times. Yeah, exciting yeah, it's times. pretty crazy. I, I am a little bit miffed that people, uh, maybe we discussed this last time, but I, it's so many articles about how Apple is ignoring the creative um, in all these new products. And I'm just, do, 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 they, do they forget last year where they just launched the giant iPad Pro specifically for artists with a beautiful yeah. stylus that works better than any other stylus has ever worked? <laughs> like, I just, people have such a short memory when it comes to technology. Yeah, it's I mean, and blows I, my mind. I've used um, those iPad Pros and they're pretty cool. They are pretty yeah, pretty Nessa cool. has one, and, and I have one. I don't use it for sketching at all. Uh, I use it because I like the little keyboard cover. Mm hmm that they came out with but the uh yeah the sketching is just an, it's mind-blowingly good i mean sweet yeah wish so i anyhow, could draw yeah. enough of our apple talk <laughs> so um yeah so uh what else what else is going on what's uh, what's on the menu for this week for you uh well i actually also got a nes classic oh you know, nice i don't know if you followed that in the news of course nintendo of course yeah i had a reminder set for the midnight launch and scooped one up so i've got it comes it's a tiny little s in or sorry not s but a tiny nes original console with an hdmi out and a usb port to charge it and power the thing comes with a three foot long <laughs> uh cable oh. to the uh to with the remote control which is a laughable it's really really frustrating because that's three not enough feet. distance yeah it's three feet okay they are selling a wireless one, but I wasn't able to get that yet. So, yeah, you kind of have to plug it in and run a huge long cable from your TV to sit sit anywhere. But um, I think that's probably by design because that's what you had to do back in the day. Um, maybe. And uh, I was thinking was, maybe they want people fun. to like yeah have the console because it looks cool and it's a smaller version. It's not like the huge original footprint. But um, yeah, I think it's a. Uh, perhaps by design so that people have it out and they're looking at it and it's like a thing that's sitting there instead of just hiding it behind your TV or something. But it's pretty uncomfortable. It's way too short. They could have gone for six feet at least, (laughs) but it's amazing. It's got 30, (laughs) 30 built in games that just works. Um, uh, all the original Nintendo Mario's sorry. And, uh, excite bike, which is one of my all time favorite games. Um, a bunch of other ones. I'm sure Zelda's on there. Oh, Excitebike's the greatest thing ever. So yeah, there's a there's a rumor that they're they're gonna reissue the SNES too. Maybe they're just gonna whole, do a whole series of old school Nintendo consoles with HDMI and you yeah. know, modern connectors. I mean, should be pretty great. Honestly, that's what made Nintendo great um, was just their awesome games. Same with Sega Genesis, um, but that was they, all the games were just so unique and fun, and 
uh, and interesting, even though the graphics don't hold up today, but it doesn't matter. It's pretty awesome. That's what I'm noticing. It's like, especially with this whole resurgence of the like casual gamer sure. uh, from games on the iOS, you know, the app store on your phone, like the, the graphics don't matter for, for probably 90% of phone games. It's yeah. not like a graphic intensive experience. It's just a fun little thing for your mind to escape for a few minutes or an hour or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and like, yeah, people have, I'm sure nobody's hooked up their NES via HDMI or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, but I'm, you know, most people don't want to deal with that or they don't work anymore. And really, so they really haven't played difficult these games to do that. And f- yeah, it is. And they haven't played these games in forever. So, of course, like, this is a genius idea. I'm surprised they only charged, like, 70 bucks for it. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't try and go for, like, 150 I, I mean, they probably could have gotten away with it. I mean, they sold out instantly, so. Oh, yeah. No, I think they just yeah. want to get it out there. Nintendo, that's what I love about Nintendo, too, is that they just really, um, they care about game design, and they care about doing doing good games and being innovative, even though um, they just lag behind in certain areas that they don't care about, like graphics. You know, yeah. Nintendo's always been behind in how stuff looks. But Well, almost always. I feel like the N64 had the edge. For Except for a, N64, a brief, yeah. Brief while. Oh, that yeah. was That was a fun one. That was a game changer. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, I think I still December. remember going to um, going to Toys R Us and seeing it for the first time, being like, "That is the weirdest looking controller I've ever seen." Yeah, I remember getting kind of dizzy trying to play Mario. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, Mario three D. You have to keep track of your you know where you are in the three D space. It's it's weird, mm-hmm. or it was for the first time. But no, apparently December fifteenth is when the Mario on iOS is officially live and for download what is that mario for oh, ios mario oh I, thought, mario. I don't know what you're talking about nice um yeah should be should be a cool one yeah yeah but uh you know i, I don't think we have a uh a, a topic really to to discuss overall i think it's 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 necessary for us to have a, a buffer episode before we dive back into a specific uh, topic after our previous um, election talk. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any follow-up from that? Is there any... Uh... So, yeah, some people were, uh, were following up, um, mainly uh, criticizing me for telling everybody that everyone's sexist. Um, <laughs> but I don't... But, yeah, I... You know, I've, I've since read a lot, and we don't have to go into this, but... Um, the the reasons that Trump got elected, I think, at this point, may may have more to do with the fact that Hillary gave no real alternative to uh, all the people that Trump riled up and got excited about some change sure. in Washington. And she's like, "We're going to keep everything exactly the same as it was." Isn't doesn't that make everybody happy? And then, like, a huge amount of people voted for Donald Trump. So it's crazy. One of my favorite things that I've been doing, though. Is uh, yeah, I've had a lot of free time with all these airplane rides. The yeah, past so you've weekend, been trolling. So. You've been going around trolling people. No, no, not at all. No, I've been kidding. downloading podcasts, political podcasts that I, that I've never listened to, dude. And yeah, I was gonna say I, I listened to NPR the other day for like the first oh. time maybe ever, um, and uh, just kind of listen to people talk about the election and Steve sure. Bannon and all this white supremacy bullcrap and. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, this is very, it's all very interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. But no, what I did. So I did listen to a couple of like people's analysis and everyone freaking out. But my favorite thing was to download 
I, so I found, I think, four different podcasts. So I downloaded every single one of their episodes the day of the election or the day before. Uh-huh. And it was fascinating to hear how clueless they were about ah, what was about to good happen. Point. And it made me realize that it's not really worth believing anything these pundits have to say. No matter how educated and informed they seem, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> and I mean, it's not just a polls thing. Like, And it kind of pissed me off, the arrogance of some of these oh, yeah. uh, people. And like just the, the you know, the... I don't know. It was. It was. It just made me laugh and realize that, you know, these these especially it happens. I think in the political arena more than any any place else. People have such strong opinions that you you believe they're right. Like, of course, this person is smart and way more informed than me. Um, I'm going to believe it too. And then and then something like this happens, and you realize people have no idea what they're talking about. And it's not just because of the polls. It's because they really have no yeah, idea. They don't know. They just have. You know, and their, they their just own have, opinion, and they have airtime. You forget that it's an opinion. Yeah, yeah, and they have airtime. <laughs> they have time to to fill. But so uh, I, that was my favorite thing. So I highly recommend if anybody's interested in doing that, go back, find your favorite political podcast, and re-listen to the night of the election or the day before when they're just uh, you know so sure of themselves. It's it's quite hilarious. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is slightly switching gears, but I finally have a resolution to the roofing uh, fiasco that has been going on for the past like four oh, months. They said roofie fiasco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I finally got what roofies. What are you telling um, me here? Um, and uh, so anyway, speaking our, of which, well, yeah, go real ahead. quick. Sorry, uh, this is fascinating. Just because I was at a conference that had like more women than men, this came up a few times. Uh, did you know they make fingernail polish that uh, is like a roofie detectin- detection test? So you can like paint your nails, go out, and then if you're drinking something uh, that someone else bought you or you leave your, t- your whatever, you just dip your finger in it and it changes a certain color if you've been roofied. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> I know. I like that yeah, idea. Was, yeah. It's like, I need to start wearing some nail polish. <laughs> Yeah, people are going to be roofing you right and left over at Blink Conference. Yeah, sure, right. Um, uh, okay, sorry. So, Back to your, yeah, what's the status of your your slate? It's so, a slate roof, right? Yeah, so I think I mentioned this on the show, but my roof has suffered major leaking. Your um, roof is on fire. The roof is on leaking. Okay. Um, sorry. Yeah, and <laughs> so we've been trying to. We, I basically called every single roofer that exists in Richmond and finally got someone. I mean, literally for the past three months, I've been searching for someone. And since then, it's rained a bunch of times and our roof keeps flooding. And um, Is it like downpour? Like you, you like towels no, and buckets? And, or no, is it just sort of I do put a bucket out because um, it does drip a little. But it's mainly just destroying the the ceiling it just kind of pools i guess and oh, dang has yeah. like it's got all this discoloration and st- it's starting to flake off and stuff and like come on people like let's answer yeah, yeah. some calls here so finally i got through to this one place that and they called me back and um so yeah so they're gonna they're gonna fix my roof tomorrow which is nice oh nice good yeah. congratulations uh Thank let's, you. Uh, let's revisit that and see uh, how many weeks it actually takes to finish 
the project the, or the funny thing is is that it, the the dripping in that in the office is like right near where all my you know podcasting gear and all you know <laughs> and my my whole my whole photo setup is so all of your lenses i'm like i would really um, like for this to be fixed please definitely definitely I just saw your comment uh, on the epicpodcast.com, oh, yeah. the, the thread about, sorry to bring this up again, but back to uh, oh, yeah, Trump the and the election. Um, I, was, I was wondering, I, I didn't, maybe you have a source for this, but I was, I was thinking sure. to myself, like, hmm, I'm, I'm betting for Donald Trump, the White House is a bit of a downgrade <laughs> as far as living so environment. That's part, and, I kind uh, of is addressed. Is he actually going to live I, there or not? Exactly. I kind of addressed that in there, but... He, I have read a number of articles saying that he's not sure how much time he's going to spend in the White House, which yeah. blows my mind. You are the whole reason you live there is because it's a job that your, doesn't it's stop. It's your job. You are now the governor of the United States. Like it is your job to live in the governor's house, in the president's house, uh, and do your job and govern this country. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I think I'm going to be in the White House maybe a couple of days this week. And then, but mostly I'll just be, you know, I'll be up in my gold plated um, tower <laughs> overlooking the poor masses. He didn't say that, did he? And no, oh, but he's, no, but he's, okay. no, he's, he's like, I'm going to split time between the White House, Trump Tower, and my place in Florida. And I'm like, oh my God, dude, this is the presidency of the United States of America. Like, you can't just hmm. roll around and do whatever you want. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think he has no idea the he has, responsibilities. He doesn't know, which is which is kind of what I'm frustrated with. I mean, there's all these people saying, give him a chance, give him a chance, give him a chance. All right, fine, I'll give him a chance, but I'm going to tell you right now, the moment I see anything, you know, sketchy going on, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm going to take to the streets on it, uh, or at yeah. least on Facebook. I, I, did you see Dave Chappelle's opening monologue? Yeah, it was the, awesome. Yeah, so good. Chappelle. So good. I the love Dave smart. Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I've forgotten how much I, I liked him. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Chappelle. Yeah. Chappelle. 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 I never watched the Chappelle show. I only saw, you know, random. I mean, I mean, I did, but oh, not, okay. I didn't, like, I watch that. I've seen, you know, a few episodes. I didn't watch it actively like I do most shows. Um, I always liked it, but I need to give it another chance because I'd kind of it's, forgotten. It still holds up. A lot of it, though, is fairly topical of like what was going on at the time, which is part yeah. of what made it such a good show. Um, so if stuff doesn't resonate well, like with I said, you, sometimes that's interesting. In a similar way to how I've been going back and listening to these podcasts just to like get a chuckle, I oftentimes have in my calendar like a year, two year, a decade out predictions that people make blanket predictions that people seem to always have a habit of doing yeah and never ever does it actually come to pass <laughs> you know I'll just every every couple of weeks i get a little pop-up on my phone it's like such and such said at this date that it was going to be you know 80 90 degrees on the east coast Dude, because of such and such a thing you, <laughs> you know how i know that that's total bullcrap is because i is because last year i predicted or two years ago i predicted there would be snowmageddon uh last year and there was a snowmageddon so i was right and you were wrong no i had it on my calendar you said it was going to be a horrible winter yeah i know yeah but it didn't happen until like end of February. Oh, okay. And so I, now it has to happen after the February. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's just it didn't align. I think I had it at like the end of January on my calendar. So I just oh, kind of forgot man. about it when it actually did snow like crazy. 
Speaking of which, I, I did see the first snow of for me and my year in Canada. It's already freezing and snowing up there. It's uh, dude, quite a place. Abigail told me that it was supposed to snow a couple of days ago in Richmond. And I don't think it did, but there was there was the prediction that it would happen. Well, it's, that happens. And yeah, by the way, we went to uh, we went to a Short Pump Mall the other day to pick up to try to find some curtains. And I heard my first um, first Christmas music of the year, and uh, oh, it was terrifying. Nice, yeah. I had that experience. I can't remember where, but all like the Christmas decorations were already out. Yep, and uh, we're here. Lights and trees. We have arrived at Christmas, <laughs> and it's not, okay. Not yet Thanksgiving. Okay, before we before we wrap this guy up, um, what is your favorite? Uh, I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay, question one: What is your favorite? part of thanksgiving sub question day after thanksgiving what's your go-to leftovers plan go okay i'll start with the second one because it's the most disappointing uh i have a wedding on friday so i'm driving back friday morning and shooting uh, it's actually the hindi or whatever so it's the the wedding is actually on saturday but they're doing a bunch of it's an indian wedding so a bunch of prep work and stuff uh are you shooting that with me I certainly hope not, because I'm going to be in California. (laughs) Uh, Right, right. No, I don't know. I've got Um, someone. Here we go. Um, No, and then, uh, okay, my favorite part of Thanksgiving is, um, yeah, you know, sitting down to dinner, just uh, looking at the feasts before you and and, and diving in. Yes. That is my favorite. Um, Yeah, I'm not a fan of the after effect. I, I wish I didn't eat too much, but I think that's probably how everyone feels, the nap. Oh, dude, the the post-Thanksgiving nap is crucial. (laughs) I kind of like watching football, too. It's not because I care at all about football, but it's just growing up, we'd always go to my uncle and aunt's place, and he was a football coach professionally for for a long time. And, uh, yeah, they would always have football on, and uh, it was just kind of in the background. And it's cool to watch those games and yeah not have any emotional connection to it <laughs> i don't have to be upset or or exceptionally happy about it it's just there part of the experience that's so. cool how about you um my yeah my favorite part of thanksgiving is just uh hanging out with my family what whoever it is that i'm hanging out with i i guess i don't know the last time i did a thanksgiving where it wasn't with family i think it's always been um but uh so yeah, just just hanging out with all my family because everybody's super weird. Uh, it's over here. tricky. I always wonder how people deal with it when when you're married. How you kind of juggle the what okay, do you doing your family? Are we doing my family? And then what does that mean for Christmas? And then what honestly, about next year? <laughs> honestly, it becomes. I thought I thought the same thing, except I realized it actually becomes easier. Um, and mm. because you don't really care um, that much, it's because now that you're married, um, you're just you get to decide what you guys are doing and you don't have to stress out about it. You're like, yeah. hey, we're married. This is our plan. Christmas we're gonna... at our house. Exactly. Yeah. Or we're going to say, cool. oh, we're going to go to, you know, for instance, I have family up in Pennsylvania. We usually go up there for Thanksgiving. This year around, uh, we're going to go out to California and visit with Abby's family. And then um, in uh, Christmas, we'll do everything up here uh, with most of my family. So, sure. Kind of works cool. out. Well, I, I think we probably won't do a, another episode until after Thanksgiving, so we'll be yeah. on a little break. 
and then uh, lots to talk about when we get back. Um, wait, before some... before we go, I want to pose that same question to uh, everybody out there. Um, you know, what's your Thanksgiving? What's your Thanksgiving vibe? And uh, what's your what's your post Thanksgiving meal? Mine yeah. is um, mine's grabbing the whatever rolls are around um, and doing like the doing like an epic sandwich you grab nice. the you grab your turkey you grab stuffing you grab this is after you've already eaten uh this is like yes either after i've eaten or day after or both preferably because okay, uh, i like uh, i like to have as many of these as possible you get that you get that turkey base layer right? and then you get the uh and then you get the stuffing going there on top and then mm. you um if you got broccoli and cheese casserole that's really that's kind of my that's kind of my favorite go-to. You gotta get that okay. on there. Then you put the mashed potatoes on there. Gravy, if you got it, you know, nuke it in the microwave or throw it in the oven. I'm betting you made about a dozen people go go get a sandwich. Oh just, yeah, just, just then. No, I'm, I haven't even eaten breakfast. Maybe that's why I'm uh, I'm talking. Isn't it strange how it's like at least at our Thanksgivings, people always eat the dinner meal at like three. Yeah, yeah, that's what of, you got to do. Yeah, it's uh, that's really what funny. we do too. It's I know, a, everyone does. It's, it's a like good this time to, thing. to uh to eat. I, I'm wondering if maybe that should be kind of the norm. <laughs> and then you have like yeah. a midnight or like you have like a late 8 p.m. 9 p.m. dinner. Yeah, or that, something. Yeah, I'm sure it's like that in certain countries. It's funny how everything's so culturally connected. Uh, I don't yeah, know that's how that true. would work with the way that people have their work schedules set up here. We need to be more like Spain and some of these European countries where they take three hours siesta going I'm by the way I especially since Abby works a nine to five and uh, I'm I am absolutely all for places going a four-day work week do you know how awesome it would be to have a four-day work week for everybody else other than us because uh, and what we're kind of awesome the 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 four days to be to be 10 hour days or just what cut a, no, eight hours. eight hours. Then you have a oh, three-day weekend. See that happening. Do you well, really you need forty hours of work during the week? No, no, of course not. But thirty-two would be fine. Yeah, but employers would use that as a reason to pay you less. They're not going to just give you an up in your hourly salary Dude, so that you make the same. Oh, time is money. I'll. I would if I was working a, an eight-hour, you know, and an, a uh, nine-to-five. I would gladly take an extra day off for a pay cut. For sure. Yeah, I do wonder who established this system of forty hours. No, if it's it a just happened. Thing or, yeah, and it totally doesn't apply to the the jobs that people have now versus in the fifties when when they really uh, kind of laid those as the standard. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree with you. Especially, I. You know what could you know what could work what? is that people do four hours on site and everybody gets one day at home working from home oh, that would be because cool. that i doubt you'd see any drop you i i could go to guaranteed you'd see a boost in productivity across the oh, board from most yeah, dude most jobs well uh, i mean take a look at um lots of new new companies amazon's doing this um that you work uh you work from home and they pay you you know a little less than maybe they would if you were in the office but um, you know, they don't need you to, be, this is, come on, we've got the internet now. Like we don't have to be in an office to get work done. 
We can just be at uh, home, knock it out, yes. and be on our way. It's, it's like uh, employers think that by you sitting at your desk, you're, for some reason, like, working. Right, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're working. Right, before, you know, before I really anything. became a photographer, I was working this, you know, this job in D.C. at a, at a court reporting company, and... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, I'm thankful for the time that I had there, you know, I had a job, but um, it was not ideal. Let's just put it that way. And um, I was not into it, so I got out. There Good you go. for you. It's hard to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to take off. I'm going to I'm going to go do something I haven't done in a long 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 time. Rake the leaves. Stretch. Oh, okay. I'm going to go do a full body stretch. Nice. I'm going to edit it. for 4 hours. Eternity. Get on <laughs> yeah. a plane and continue editing on the plane. Uh, and then yeah. land in San it's Francisco. A good place to edit. I, edit. I like editing on planes. I feel like I'm killing two birds with one stone there. It's like I could just be sitting here wasting time reading a book or something stupid like that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> or I could be working. <laughs> uh, this is random, but one of my one of my photographer friends from uh, that I met in Italy, Fra uh, Francesco, Francesco Bonin, sure, uh, just moved to San Francisco. So I'm gonna hang out with Whoa. him. Uh, or I guess he's preparing to move to San oh, Francisco, but he's there for the next month. Isn't he just a photographer? Yeah, he's a wedding photographer. Yeah, that's an impressive market to just jump over to another continent and try to try and make it. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's he's doing it. He 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 got. Does he know? He got the taste. There? We should do one. We should do an episode. We'll, we'll put that on our list. The one about relocating. Yeah, the one about relocating. I I definitely have some pointers. Um, even though I've only relocated a couple hours south, it's a big change. <laughs> yeah, you can still drive to every wedding that you yeah, normally have had. It's a big but, change, though, in terms of like how I'm marketing myself and all that. Um, I've, I've known many photographers that have gone through it. Some have failed miserably. Some have persevered. But that's quite a jump. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I, he told me, and I was like, oh, man, dude, all right, let's, let's do this. Yeah. So... Uh, any San Francisco photographers, uh, reach out, reach out, say what's up. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, all right. All right, guys. Well, so everyone have a great Thanksgiving and, uh, we'll see you on the other side. All right. Later. Bye.